0: Welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. All right, friends, today I've got an episode for you of the type that we call Coach's Corner. In this kind of episode, I want you to think of me as your coach, and I'm going to offer you some questions to reflect on that might be particularly relevant to this time of year. And today, I am going to invite you to reflect on how full or perhaps how empty your resilience tank is. I'm imagining that you are supporting a lot of other people, perhaps professionally and personally, and I want to give you a chance to think about your own reserves of resilience. I want you to have an opportunity to step back and reflect and feel coached by me. And I hope that this reflection will lead you into figuring out a plan for filling up your resilience reserves, because just about all of us can benefit from doing so. So that's what you're going to hear in today's episode. I've got five areas that I want to provide some reflection prompts around, some coaching around, and help you figure out how you can start refilling your own resilience reserves. Now before we get into this episode, I want to say a special thank you to one of our special friends of the podcast, Charlene D from New Jersey. Thank you so much for your support. Your patronage allows us to keep this show ad-free. So folks, if you are loving this show, make sure that you have subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And if you don't already, then I encourage you to sign up to receive my weekly newsletter tips and invitations to monthly free webinars, amongst other things. And you can find links to do that in the show notes. All right, let's jump into this episode. So in the beginning of the year, it is very likely that you are giving out a lot of energy to support other folks to get oriented to their roles and to whatever this new year is bringing. So if I was coaching you at this time of year, I'd want to pause and help you reflect on your levels of resilience. Now, one of the things that I would hope would emerge from this reflection is that you could identify the indicators that your tank is running low. These can be slightly different for everyone. And yet, many of us can understand that our tank is running low when we start experiencing emotions more regularly and more strongly, including irritation, resentment, shame, blame, and disengagement or apathy. I want to confess to you, I actually haven't shared this anywhere Sometime back oh maybe six seven eight months ago maybe a little bit longer i was noticing that i was having a lot of feelings which i would categorize now as disengagement bordering on apathy i was having these feelings like i just i'm running out of energy to think about how to tackle all the inequities in our schools, in our world. I was feeling so overwhelmed, so kind of hopeless. And and what I was experiencing was this feeling of like, I just didn't, okay, here's how I really went. I was starting to feel like, oh, I just don't know if I can care anymore, right? Like there was this flatness. And I recognize now it wasn't that I didn't care. It was the beginning of a disengagement of apathy that was coming from feeling just depleted, completely depleted from 2020. And for me that was manifesting as as this sense of like I just I just I've given everything I can. I've been working now for 30 years. I've been an adult and I've been working and doing work that is Aligned to my commitment to social justice and just started feeling like, ugh, I'm burning out. I can't, right? So, again, I'm categorizing that as apathy or disengagement. Now, at other times in my life, my indicator that my tank was running really low, like the red light is flashing on the gas tank kind of thing, was irritation or resentment or blame or shame. So, First, let me pause. Do any of those emotions feel like they might be the ones for you that indicate that your tank is running low? Irritation, resentment, apathy or disengagement? blame, shame, those are really common emotional indicators of a resilience tank that is running out. So I want to help you dig into some of the contributors and kind of unpack this a little bit more so that you can gain a little more understanding so that you can figure out what you might do next. So let's start here. I said I have five areas that I want to explore with you. This is the first. In the last few months, I want you to recall maybe three, four, five instances when you felt triggered. And if you want to pause this and jot those down, go ahead instances when you felt triggered and then I want you to look at those and see if you can detect any themes or patterns around the things that trigger you and I am thinking about in your professional world what kind of things do the people you work with or for say or do that trigger you? I want you to continue to explore your triggers. Triggers are a sign that something in you needs attention. That there are some unhealed wounds or maybe some scar tissue. Triggers are about things that have happened in the past. And every time you feel triggered, it's a message to you from some other part of you that says, hey, I haven't healed. I need more attention. Get back here. I want to talk about what happened three years ago. I want to talk about what happened when I was an eighth grader. I need your attention. That's what a trigger is. It actually has nothing to do with the other person. In order to refill your resilience tank, you might need to do some of this exploration around triggers and the old wounds. Those will be like holes in your resilience tank. Your resilience will drain unless you go back and patch them up. Triggers can make us feel irritated or make us feel resentment. Explore those. The second area that I want you to reflect on is irritation. There's so much that we can learn about our irritation. Sometimes Our irritation is connected to an old wound or a trigger. And sometimes there's other aspects to our irritation. It's helpful, I think, to know that irritation is a reflection of anger. Irritation is anger. But often it shows up to us as what we think of as irritation, right? So when and where in the last year or so of work have you felt irritated? And when you identify those points, can you get curious? Can you say, I was really irritated when I got that email and then shift into, ooh, I wonder what that was about. I wonder why I got so irritated about that email. Your emotions are your friends. Your irritation is trying to give you some information, some messages. So what does it want you to know? What does it want you to think about or to feel? As you identify these instances of irritation see what happens if you actually get kind of excited about like oh i found another one (gasps) here's another moment when i was irritated Oh, i can't wait to learn what that's about if you start feeling really self-critical this can happen if you start feeling like why am i so irritated all the time can you notice that can you go oh Now I'm irritated with myself for being irritated. And then can you get curious? Hmm, I wonder what that's about. That's the second area that I want to coach you in. The third one has to do with resentment. But what I want you to do some thinking about is your boundaries. How are your boundaries? How do you feel about putting boundaries, saying no? Which of your boundaries feel porous? Maybe you know that you have strong boundaries when it comes to your principal or your manager. But maybe when it's your clients who ask you things or your colleagues, it's harder to say no to them. It's harder to set up firm and strong boundaries. Which of your boundaries feel like they are firm and strong? And it's totally okay if you feel like, ugh, none of them. Which of your boundaries do you want to strengthen or shore up? And what do you think your life would be like if you had stronger boundaries? What would be different? how we set boundaries has a great deal to do with how full our resilience tanks are, with how much energy we have. And when we're not as skilled at setting boundaries, one of the things that can happen for some people Is we can start experiencing a surge of resentment. Resentment is connected to blame. Sometimes they go hand in hand, sometimes they feel more like two sides of the same coin. So, this is the third area I want you to spend some time exploring for yourself. What are your boundaries? How are they? What might it be like if you could strengthen some of them? All right. The fourth area is around where you might be feeling some disengagement or apathy. Maybe you just see that in the distance on the horizon Maybe you've experienced a flicker or two. Is that anywhere in your emotional landscape? Do you feel like your passion for teaching or coaching is dwindling at all? Spend some time reflecting on that. And finally, number five, I know this is a lot. I hope that actually you will listen to this episode again and pause it, maybe journal on all of these prompts. If I was coaching you around all of these, I got to say, this would probably be like a two hour reflection conversation. So number five is, if I was coaching you, what would you not want me to know about how you're feeling or what you're thinking What would you feel embarrassed or even ashamed to tell me? Knowing that I care about you deeply, knowing that you trust me, what would you still not want me to know? I want to encourage you to write those down. Those are really important to write down. What would you not want to tell me? And then What does that information mean to you? How does that information about what you don't want me to know help you understand yourself? That's an exploration of shame. And shame will completely drain our resilience tanks. If your resilience is feeling low... I know you're probably like, okay, how do I get it filled up again? First step, understand what's going on. Reflect on the five areas that I just described to you. The answers will come. Trust the process. You will find the answers. Take the time to reflect on the prompts that I've given you. All right, friends, I hope that that was helpful. Again, if I was your coach, that's where I'd be. That's where I'd be working with you on. All right, folks, as more and more people are joining us on the podcast, I just want to take a minute to be sure that you know about all the other ways that you can keep up with me and everything that's going on a bright morning. So you can find us on Instagram. There's actually two different feeds. There's one that is really focused on what is going on at bright morning. And then there's another one that's my Instagram where I share more about my life and what I'm up to. We're also on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. So check out the show notes for quick links and then add me to your feed. And also, while we are talking about social media, if you want to support me and this show at no cost, you can simply do that by sharing this episode with your network and tagging us. Word of mouth is just the most helpful way for people to discover new shows. And so this is just a simple action that really makes a big difference. I really thank you for doing that. All right, friends, the Bright Morning Podcast is produced by Leslie Bickford and Stacey Goodman does the sound engineering. Take care, everyone.